I challenged Kyle to give us five strategies to help agents recruit other agents to join their team. He came by, he gave me five, and then we got three bonus tips on top of that. So if you are thinking about growing your team either from one to two or from 20 to 30 or from 150 to 300, this episode is for you. Check it out this week on the Wistway podcast. Kyle, I was looking through what people were asking as they were joining our Facebook group, uh, looking through topics from the Fast Forward Mastermind that you guys host on Mondays. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people talk about recruiting and team building. I think as years get harder, uh, like this year was tough, agents are looking to join a team or people, agents are looking to leverage agents and build their own team, whether it's adding one agent or adding 100 agents next year. So I want to talk with you a little bit about a few team building strategy or uh, recruiting strategies for 2024, um, whether that's different than it has been in the past or it's still the same. Sounds terrific, Brian. Good. I'm glad you are excited. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we'll dive into that. Um, I We have a core value here that I'm a big fan of. It's grow or die. If your team is not growing, your team is probably dying right now. So um, I'm excited to hit this topic. I think it's been one of the keys to our success in 2023. Um, we're up 22% in units and 15% in volume year over year when most teams are bragging that they're only down 20%, um, only down. You're never going to hear me brag when we're down. Um, so please, if you guys are bragging about being down, like you should stop. You should say, hey, this was, uh, it was a rough year. We managed to only be down 20 when the market's down 40, but here's what we learned from it. And here's how we're never going to have a down year again. Like I'll accept that, but I'm hearing people just say it's okay that they were down 20%. Like, I don't know about you, but I've never in my life been okay being down anything other than pounds. That's about it. So it's true. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I am Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you have a question you ever want to have us answer on the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our Facebook group or email newsletter where we share some tips and tricks and get dialed in on our um, referral list for all the referrals leaving California. Just assigned like three last week. Um, So if you want to be on the list for when we have those outbound referrals, we'd love to get your contact info. And then if you're also looking to level up your media in your business, uh, audio, video, all that fun stuff, we offer a course where we'll teach you everything Brian and I've learned over the last nine years together um, in the media space. And we'll shortcut that learning curve for you at thewhistleway.com. All right, yes. let's go. Let's jump into it. Right. I'm excited. I'm ready. So, team, how many how many do you have? Let's put you, a number on you right now. How many what? How many strategies for team building in 2024? Oh, fuck if I know. Let's just go. I want you to give us five. Uh, we'll try. <laughs> let's go. All right, the first one. What do we do? Um, so, the biggest thing is, you know, we talk about this when you're an agent is like, don't be a secret agent. There's so many people that are in real estate that nobody even knows you're in real estate. Like, you go to your, your social profiles. It doesn't even say that you're in the real estate industry, whether Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, any of that stuff. Like yeah, that's not nobody compliant. even knows you're in real estate. Like that's crazy. Yeah, you got to make sure you put your at least in your, if you're in California, you got to put your DRE number in there. Uh, otherwise, you can get busted. Yeah. So you, know you just the same way that if you want to attract buyers and sellers, you need to make sure everybody knows that you're a real estate agent. 
you, if you want to attract real estate agents, you need to make sure everybody knows that you're growing your team, that you're, you're looking for talented individuals. So I think first and foremost is just to actually put it out there, like put it out there into the world that you are looking to grow. So how do you put it out there? Obviously, social is a really easy way to put it out there. Let people know, you know, how you did this year and you're looking to grow and, and here's what you like a few highlights of what you provide to get people excited so that they'll reach out to you. Like just some simple social awareness is huge. Mm -hmm. Same way, like when you become a realtor, like you should probably make people in your social circles aware that you're a realtor. If you want to attract agents to your team, you should put it out there. And it's it's funny because I was talking to someone about this and it, it doesn't look like we always talk about segmenting your audience and doing messaging that's clear for your audience. But I'm not mad if a buyer, a potential buyer or seller sees that we're hiring. I'm not going to go to a restaurant and go, oh, they're hiring. I'm not going to eat here. Of course not. Like if, if they're hiring, like that means nothing bad to me. Yeah. Um, best case scenario, I'm like, oh, I know someone that should work here. But if I know them, they should probably, I should probably be working with them, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And um, I, I know a lot of people, and I think we have a couple of people on our team that started out as clients that have become agents on our team. And yeah. I know a lot of other team leaders who have team members that started out as clients. So that's cool. Like put it out there to everybody because you don't know who, especially like right now it's the holiday season. Like you don't know who's going to be at a party and be, somebody mentions they're thinking about getting into real estate or they're not happy with the real estate company they're with. And your friend is like, oh, you know what? My, my buddy Kyle actually just posted the other day that he's looking to grow his team. Like, let me connect you guys. So just very basic social awareness more than anything will attract, you'll just make yourself, you know, more attractive. So social media, where else? Yeah, so uh, number two, because you want five. Um, so number two, we don't, if you guys don't know, is we do zero prep for the show. Uh, these are just don't very, tell them that. um, raw and authentic conversations that happen on camera, but we, we prefer it that way. Um, I, I can't stand shows that are very scripted. I just want to have free flowing conversation. Um, and it's, it's just more authentic that way. So. Uh, you skipped a cue card and go to the next cue card and then that's, you missed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're going number two. I don't know how I'm going to pull five out, but I can, I can help you with. Yeah. Something. You probably have some ideas. So number two, um, is leverage your affiliates, Yep. your vendors, your affiliates, you know, these people that like call you, email you, text you, drop in your office all the time, bring you donuts, whatnot to try to earn your business. Um, so I'm talking escrow companies, title companies, lenders, home warranty, um, natural hazard disclosure, like all these people who are constantly hitting you up trying to earn your business. This is great. Tell them, hey, if you want to earn my business, the number one way you can help me is help me find agents that fit this uh, avatar. And you, I guess we probably should have talked about that, but you should know the avatar of like what type of person you want to be a part of your team. And then just tell people that avatar. Like I'm, I'm looking to grow my team and here's what the ideal person looks like. And then reach out to all the affiliates. And, and then when they call you too, like, Hey, uh, I'm a lender in town and I provide great service and I work hard. Like, cool. Um, can you help me find agents? And then what I found is a lot of times these vendors, they are in conversation with agents regularly it's their job. and agents will actually be very um, open about right? people are really good and open about complaining and talking about the shit they don't like. I've, it's so much easier for people to talk about what they don't like than what they do like. So these vendors are often the recipients of people venting to them um, about what they're not happy with where they're currently at. 
And so what's great is they might not talk to other agents about it, but they'll talk to their vendors. They'll talk to their title rep and be like, oh, I just can't stand Sally. She's so mean and she yells at me and whatever. Um, they, they seem to like vent to these affiliates and vendors on a regular basis. So if you can have a relationship with these affiliates and vendors and, and then let them know like, hey, I'm looking to grow. Next time you run into somebody who's not happy where they're at, like call me. Um, so I found that's huge. And then now the when the vendor goes to bat for you, so now they run into to Bobby and, and Bobby's upset at, on Sally's team. Um, if I can get that warm introduction to Bobby, like my probability, just it's a referral, right? It's just like in our sales business. It's that's a warm referral. My probability of landing Bobby when I'm connected by my lender is through the roof. So just putting it out there to all of your affiliates, making it known that you're you're looking to grow and giving them an idea of what that ideal person looks like is huge. Good. So we talk post about it on social media. Uh, number two is utilize your affiliates. Yep. Number three. Number three is to put yourself out there publicly and add value. I'm a really big proponent of pouring into my real estate community. You know, it's funny. There was a, I threw a topic up on in the, one of the Facebook groups over the weekend, like, how do you deal with this situation? And then some guy was like, oh, well, we train our people exactly how to do this. I was like, cool. You want to share? Like, can you give us some insight into like what you train them? No, I can't share that info. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, did you respond? Cause I read that this uh, morning. Oh, I posted like a, just, I clowned on him with a GIF. Um, <laughs> it was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like that's, Right, but there's, there's people that have that big of a scarcity mindset. That, like, this guy's scared to share. And the, the specific topic was, like, how do you add value to a buyer when they want to buy new construction? Mm-hmm. To the point where if the new construction uh, builder is not offering a buyer's agent commission, how do you build value around paying you a commission? That was a simple question. Mm-hmm. The fact that this guy is that fucking worried that, like, he can't share in a Facebook group like how he builds or adds value to uh, show a buyer why they should pay a commission to him in that scenario. Like that's exactly why you need to do the complete opposite. To because be fair, you have a lot of people in your market who are so tight lipped and think that like this guy thinks literally if he shares something in a Facebook group, he's, people are going to take business from him. Like that scarcity mindset is so crazy. If you have that scarcity mindset, you got to understand, like you're you're showing people that there you have this wall that you're very closed off, and nobody wants to be a part of that. When you can do the complete opposite and share so openly that you'll share with your biggest competitor, that actually makes you attractive. That shows confidence. To be fair, he did offer for you to join his brokerage. Oh yeah, he did pitch me on his brokerage. Too. <laughs> so there is that. Yeah, so, I did think it was interesting in a group that's all, all around learning and sharing together. He's like. I know how to do that, but I won't share. I'm like, that's silly. It was it was terrible. <laughs> but that that was it's a great example to show you how most people are. They're so tight lipped and and hold everything so close to the vest. That's not attractive. Mm-hmm. The person who puts themselves out there, who's adding value, who's pouring into the both the you know the literal community and the real estate community, like that becomes really attractive. People want to be a part of that. So. Um, you know, my thing I, I say is that you should offer to speak at every event possible in your local area. 
Um, so your, your board or association of realtors, there's probably a ton of groups that they have. There's like, I'll just say the ones that we have here in San Diego and, and you obviously adapt this to your market, but we have like a women's council of real estate. We have a young professionals network. We have, um, there's three groups, ARIA, NAREP and NAREB. Um, like ARIA is, um, Asian, let's, let me see, I'll do a NAREP, National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. Like that's an example. Um, volunteer, like tell all these groups, like, hey, I, you know, if you guys ever have events and you're looking for speakers, you know, I'd love the opportunity to speak for you. Here's some of the topics that I'm really passionate about. Like we built a, a full speaker reel. If you want to see it, speaker.kylewhistle.com. Like we built a whole reel and a website um, where people can see like, you know, who we are. You're not going to probably have that. That's fine. You don't need that. But still just put yourself out there and volunteer to speak at these events. And now you do the, most of these events, they're typically people on stage. So go on stage and don't be that guy, right? Don't be the scarcity guy, be the, um, the growth mindset guy and just share everything. And then these events typically spill out into a happy hour after or some sort of networking opportunity. So now you just added value and now you go to this networking opportunity. Who's, who are people going to go up to the person who was tight lipped or the person who shared everything? Like, right? You, you make yourself approachable because you're so open and you're so sharing. So I think that that's a huge one is just volunteer to speak at everything that you possibly can. And then of course, some of you with scarcity minds are like, well, I'm, I'm not big enough. They won't let me speak on their stage. Cool. You know who will let you speak on their stage? YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, podcast, LinkedIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I didn't have to ask anybody to do this podcast right now that's going to get put onto YouTube and all these other places. Like nobody, I didn't have to ask. I didn't need permission from anybody. I didn't need anybody to tell me I'm worthy. Like do it yourself. Don't wait for somebody to invite you. Like, yes, put yourself out there, but also don't wait around for a phone call. I have a few things to add to this. Um, so I love that you talked about real estate events, um, but there's also whenever we do events with our local chamber, there's a half dozen realtors that do that. So I know you've done that with the Santee Chamber and the Young Professionals of East County. Um, there are very often a good handful of real estate professionals that go to those type of events. Um, and what you talked about speaking at events and uh, going, following into the networking event, um, I kind of want to add, there's lots of real estate networking events. They always have booze. Um, if they don't, they're not a real estate event. They're just a... Uh, home selling event maybe um, but you could also one of the things that we do is you can host your own events so whether it's a, a big event like we have our La Mesa office here where we can host events where we can have a hundred people and we can have panel cool that's great or you just be like hey I'm doing a lunch and learn who wants to hang out we're gonna go to this place we're gonna do host my own happy hour and the fact that three agents show up seven agents throw up show up throw up uh one eight, like it doesn't matter you're just doing hey let's get together you're building relationships and whether you recruit this agent or not you, you probably want them because they're a good person so that's a good that's a good relation to relationship to build and you probably want them because they do some sort of business so there's a good likelihood that you're going to be on the other side of that transaction uh, of a transaction if, even if you're not on the same team so building that relationship does multiple things so uh you talked about speaking at events i talked about hosting events um, and go into networking alcohol events. Yeah. Cool, or, that's or three. they have all the alcohols, right? All the alcohols, drinks and stuff and things. Yeah. All right, uh, number four is reaching out, what's commonly referred to as the co-broker. 
which is the agent or broker who was on the other end of the transactions that you've already completed. So, uh, and then obviously if you're already running a team, like you use the people that your team members are having conversations with too. So um, just reaching out, right? You obviously had interaction with this person already. So when you do reach out to them, it's warm, it's not cold. You're not just reaching out to somebody completely out of the blue. So let's assume it was like your listing and or as an agent on your team's listing and somebody represented the buyer, that's the co-broker, the person, the broker that cooperated with you on it. Um, and just gonna reach out like, hey, I, I, um, Brian, it was, I understand you just did a transaction with Lisa and Lisa had just amazing things to say about you. She said you were super professional. You really had your things together. And she, you know, she was honest, you were a pretty tough negotiator too. And I, and I respect that. And I just, you know, wanted to reach out and. You know, thank you for providing a smooth transaction. Now, like now, I've got you all buttered up, right? Yeah. Now it's time to eat you. Um, and then now I'm gonna. That's weird. <laughs> <Don't say that. laughs> um, now it's now it's time to do my thing, right? And be a salesperson. So, um, just reaching out to your cobrokes, like that's a a big opportunity. Yeah, and I love how, doing that, especially with your te- with cobrokers on your on your team. Mm, that's confusing. When your team works, eh, whatever. What you just said. I love it because I, I watched a, a speaker on stage once um, and they talked about this and they, and what they would do is they would reach out to their agent first and say, hey, is this person a good culture fit? You know, are, are they great? Yeah, they're great. And so then they would call them and they said, you know, hey, they said that you were great. And obviously if they weren't great, then you wouldn't call them. Um, but then the way you can kind of lead into it and the way they kind of recommended kind of leaning into the sales portion is, um, you know, hey, I'm always looking for feedback from my agents. How did... How did Lisa do, right? Oh, she was good. Can you give me some feedback? I want to use this as coaching opportunity. She she was awesome. And then you can go into the sales. So that way it's you're getting them to engage in the conversation rather than like, you are great. You want to join my team? That's that's not the way to do it. Um, but using that as kind of a, a leverage point, I really like. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, we got one more. I'll do a bonus one too because I got two more um, on the tip of my tongue. So... We'll save the last, the best for last. So number five on this list that we just built on air live um, is just being targeted. So there's software out there. Um, there's broker metrics. There is uh, market view broker. There is real ticks. And I'm sure there's some other ones out there that are software you can pay for that you can go in and say, hey, I want to see agents that meet this criteria. Um, one of the criteria I love, I love... Um, Agents who've been in the business a little while, but maybe have had a down year. Those I love those agents. I also like to catch emerging agents on the way up. Um, literally both of those. The reason I like the agent who had a rough year is they're, um, they tend to have more humility when they are coming off of a bad year. And a lot of agents are coming off bad years right now. So it's a great opportunity to recruit. Um, so trying to catch people who just had like a blip on the radar. So I could see somebody who's traditionally maybe been like a 10 deal year agent that just did five this year. Like if I can catch that agent, I know they're a 10 deal year agent. They just had a down year, maybe let the market get in their head or whatever. But then I also like to catch the new agent who did like five deals in their first year, which five in San Diego is a really good year, your first year. Um, so I, I like to catch both of those, but by using one of these softwares, you could be strategic and you could just pull list of specific agents and market directly to those agents. Um, obviously you want to try to add them on social, engage with them. That's one of the most powerful things that you can do, but then having an email campaign calls, texts, things like that, but just traditional old school marketing, get a list and call. And with some of these, you can be really, depending on how specific you want to be, you can say, you know, Hey, show me agents that are with brokerage a, 
and you can literally run ads or your email campaign or your text or your scripting can say, this is where, and obviously better than this, but this is where my brokerage is better than brokerage A. Yeah. Um, again, starting with that is not the right move. Hey, so you're with this. They suck because of this, 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 this. You want to join my team? No. Um, but you can be very targeted with that. I'm going to go to two more bonus ones. Um, I'm going to hit one quick because I don't think it's the best for most people, but it's one that's available. If you, This is one that you should really only use if you have a trainer. Like if you have really dialed in freaking training, you have somebody who's dedicated to the training, you probably have a LMS, a learning management system to onboard them. We use Trainual. Love Trainual. If you want the hookup on that, let me know on Insta, at Kyle Whistle. I'll get you hooked up with Trainual. Um, if you're like really dialed and super confident in your training, then partnering with real estate schools can be great. You just have to understand you're getting brand new agents when you're working with real estate schools, like licensing schools. Um, so I don't recommend taking on new agents unless you've really got your training, your onboarding, your mentorship. If you have all that stuff dialed, that could be a really good source. Um, but I see teams that are really busy that don't have that take new agents on and the new agents collapse. They just... they. They're not prepared to take that person on. So if you don't have all that stuff dialed in, don't go after brand new agents because um, you're, you're just setting them up to fail. So only if you really got your stuff together should you go after those. Um, and then the one that I'm the biggest fan of is my like bonus one. Hopefully like, you stay till the end so you got this one. Well, and um, I think I have a bonus one. I've got a couple uh, here that I want to see what if you talk about. I got some Chipotle waiting out there for me too. I know, so but I'll gonna... do the bonus one. Okay. I'll do my bonus after your bonus. Okay. Um, so the, this one is, is how I think I get the highest quality people is leveraging my existing team members. So not like... I, I want to tell my team, they know what the, the value proposition of the team is because they consume the value proposition of the team. So just letting them know, hey, if we're looking to grow, here's the type of person that we want. And then you potentially provide some sort of incentive for them to attract people onto your team. Um, we're part of eXp, so I don't need to provide that incentive to the brokerage. We're part of the reason we're with eXp is the brokerage will incentivize agents to um, attract people. So our agents are very aware of the fact that if they attract somebody to our team and that person joins, they're going to earn some stock awards. They're going to be able to earn share in the revenue that person brings in, which is a beautiful thing. So if you're with a brokerage like eXp that handles that, the brokerage will pay the incentive. If you're with some other brokerage, maybe you think of some incentive to offer. Maybe they get like X dollars off the first three or four deals. You could do something like that. Or maybe they get to be their mentor and they make a percentage of those deals. Like come up with something. But if you can incentivize your existing people to attract, now they're going to attract like-minded people. Um, and they're usually, those people tend to be really good fits. So work leveraging off your existing team members, I think is really, really valuable. Mine is going to just gonna be a bonus B because it's very similar to that. But not only your existing team members, but people that you've built relations, other real estate agents that you've built relationships with all over the country. So whether this is because you met them at a Tony Robbins event or a Cheplack event or a Inman event or wherever you met them, or you have sent them a referral in the past, they've sent you a referral in the past, letting them know that you're looking for people. I can't tell you how many referrals we get from people being like, hey, Kyle, um, the, my, my brother-in-law just moved to San Diego and he's just got his license. Or, hey, my number three agent on my team is leaving here. She's a military spouse and she's going to San Diego. Can you help her out? So leveraging your agents, your your nationwide uh, network of agents is super huge. We, we've gotten 
multiple, multiple agents that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're usually great, they're great agents, not looking to interview other people. They already trust their broker. They love their broker. And now you're doing them a solid. You're doing that their broker or their team leader a solid. It's good all the way around. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to make this a pitch for EXP, but like we leverage the, all the agents in EXP all the time. They're like, hey, I have a friend. They're in San Diego. They're you know, looking to join a team. Like They send us team members constantly. Constantly. Because they know that EXP is going to share in that revenue that that agent creates. So the being with the strategically aligned brokerage that provides incentives like that, that helps us a lot. And let's, I just want to be clear on one point, not to, not to push EXP, but to make sure that we're doing things right and that you're, you're hearing this and you're doing it right as well. If say Parker from, where is he at? Minnesota, Wisconsin, say Parker Pemberton refers us a, a, an agent, um, a brand new agent they haven't got there. They just got licensed. We always make sure that Parker's the, the sponsoring agent. Of course. He referred it to us. So that way we incentivize him. Um, we help the agent because we're we, through our team and we make money through the splits and that sort of stuff. But that way it's good for everyone. Um, if you're with other brokerages that have something similar, do the same thing. Um, don't try and snake those people because then your reputation's going to get hurt. Parker's never going to call you again. Um, and he's a big dude. You don't want him to be pissed at you. So, uh, yeah. There was five with two bonuses. I like Three this. bonuses. Oh, that's right. Mine was a bonus too. Yep. Bonus city. Well, cool. those that stayed got a lot of bonuses today. Hopefully Sweet. you guys got some value out of that. If you did, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Let YouTube know you enjoyed the show. And if you have questions, throw them in the comment section. Brian and I personally respond to all of those. Uh, if you want more of our content, make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell and YouTube will take care of the rest. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure to subscribe. And then if you enjoy the show, write a review for us on there. It means a lot to us. And those reviews are really, really valuable um, in helping us reach more agents looking to grow their business. So all that is greatly appreciated. Before we wrap the show, we want to do something we like to refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? Mine is, I bought this the night before I took my last plane ride because it could be delivered at three in the morning or wherever. So it was available before I left for the airport. Um, And it's a pair of headphones. And I'm pretty particular with my headphones, uh, especially for when I'm going to be wearing them for a long time. Uh, I wanted them to where it wasn't that kind of leathery or fake leather kind of headrest because in in the airplane it gets super sweaty and that's gross. Um, So I was looking for more of a fabric over the ear headphones, something that's comfortable uh, this one also came with a microphone, which is pretty cool. Um, and it can connect to two devices at once. So I can have it on my phone and on my laptop at the same time. This is the Logitech uh, Zone Vibe 100 noise canceling headphones. Uh, I bought them for 100 bucks. Right now they're 80 bucks on Amazon. Um, but yeah, they're. do they have the best noise canceling for, like, would I use this for um, prospecting? Probably not. Um I know, Kyle, you've had ones that are like 400 bucks that are really, really great for that. Um, I mean, there was a girl on our mastermind in the car today. She was in the car with like four people with music on. She's like, I hope it's not too loud in here, guys. We're like, I don't hear a thing. Nothing. Nothing. Um, Literally nothing. Yeah, so these are great. They're just, I mean, if you're an audiophile, you're probably like, there's the base level, whatever. I don't know. I like them. So uh, Logitech Zone Vibe 100. They're like 80 bucks right now. Cool. Uh, the one I'll share, I don't know if I've shared this one or not before, but if we have, it's been a long time. Um, I'm really big on making flowcharts and, and getting visuals of like how things um, just work within a business. So whether it's like how a lead comes in and what does the follow-up look like? 
or having like an org chart of how your your company, right? We've talked about recruiting today. Um, having an org chart of how your team is structured or just building any sort of like visual representations of things I think is really important, um, especially somebody like me. I'm a very visual person. If I get on the phone and somebody starts talking about structure, numbers, like I get really confused and I know I'm not alone. So if you want to be able to provide really good quality visuals for people to help them understand flows and, and organizational charts and stuff like that, we use a service called Lucid Chart. Um, big, big fan of Lucid, L-U-C-I-D, like the car brand, Lucid Chart. Um, I don't, there's very little free on there anymore. They charge you for pretty much everything, but it's worth it. It's the best there is, and it integrates with a lot of other software. So huge fan. If you need to build any sort of flow charts, check out Lucid Chart. Sweet. Cool. Well, I really appreciate y'all tuning in to the show today. I'm Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week.